Now, when it comes to athletes writing books, it's usually autobiographies. But today, it's the Paralympian whose first ever children's book is about to be published. Hello, welcome along. I'm Mark Shardlow. And after the pulling faces and rope flow exercises of yesterday, a very different Destination Tokyo podcast today. Claire Cashmore made her Paralympic debut in Athens in 2004 when she was just 16. She's been to four games and won four bronze medals, three silvers and a gold, which came in Rio. After which she was also awarded an MBE. And not content with that, she moved to paratriathlon and is planning to be there in that sport in Tokyo this summer. But the book is out soon and Claire's been telling me about the story behind it. So it, it's called Splash. Um, and basically, I I suppose during lockdown, you, obviously we had a lot more time to kind of think over things. And something that I've always been quite passionate about and probably always moaned about, to be honest, was the fact that there was not enough representation of people with a disability, particularly main characters in children's books um, and in the media. And, you know, I, I never really had that role model growing up. Um, so I was like... Stop moaning about this. And I, I was having a conversation with my sister, actually, one of my sisters, and she was like, why don't you write a book? Why don't you actually do something? And I was like, well, I'm terrible at English. Like, I can't do English. I, You know, I was always told I was rubbish at it, you know, my grammar, everything. And she was like, well, Claire, somebody will help you. So you know, I reached out to quite a few authors originally to be like, oh, can you help me with this? Um, and then Egmont Publishing Company I'm with came back to me and were like, we love your idea, like we, but we want you to do it alone. So it's a huge, huge step outside my comfort zone and huge, um, you know, something really, really different to what I ever imagined I would do. Um, but but with the thought of having somebody that has a disability as the main character, but it, it's not really mentioned. It's just trying to normalise that. Um, so to cut a long, very long story sh short, as I've blabbed on, it, it's basically kind of my life growing up in Dubai um, and the fear I had around swimming um, and, and being in the water but then actually that freedom that the water gave me and kind of conquering those fears and kind of what you know what you can't do today you can do tomorrow and just trying to be a bit of inspiration um, to, to kids that you know might not think that they can do something um, and that actually it is possible at some point. Oh, a few things I just want to pick up there. Firstly, about yourself. Um, a lot of people dream of being an author and being a writer. From what you were saying, you hadn't really, that wasn't an ambition of yours. I, I suppose it wasn't an ambition of mine because I never thought of it as being possible. I think often when we're not good at something, we, we just kind of put that completely away into a little box and, and never think that it is something that you can achieve. Um, and it just kind of took my sister really encouraging me and, and my family and my friends being like, come on, there's, it, this isn't out there. Why don't you be the first person to do that? Um, that kind of made me think, well, do you know what? What have I got to lose? Step outside my comfort zone. I'm, I'm always preaching that to people. You know, you've got to do things that scare you and step outside your comfort zone. Why don't I actually live by that? Um, so that was kind of the thing for me of being like, right, OK, come on, let's do this. And and it's been incredible. And, you know, it, it's had a really, really positive response. Um, so I'm hoping people enjoy it as much as I do uh, when, when it's finally published on the 10th of June. And you chose a kid's book because 
you wanted to relive your experiences of childhood? Yeah, I think so. I think also probably anything older would probably still be even more outside my comfort zone. Um, I've never really been interested in writing an autobiography or anything like that. Like, I don't think my life is interesting enough. (laughs) There's nothing really going on. But I think it's really important that kids are kind of trying trying to break down the misconceptions and the stereotypes before they get older and trying to normalise disability when they're that age. It is really important um, because I think that will kind of lead them on to later life with, with a more open, rounded view of disability um, and not being not being told by people that might not know and not being, you know... <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm just hoping that it will normalise it for them at a young age and encourage them to to see it in a, in a different light. Do you have nieces and nephews? Yeah, I've got four four nephews, actually. So uh, one of them's already read it and he absolutely loved it. So that, that's really exciting. It's basically for two to six year olds. So it, it's a picture book. So, yeah, hopefully it will be suitable for my four nephews who are all within that age range. Is it about representation or are there other messages in there as well? The main thing for me was representation, um, but without it being glaringly obvious. So the the main character obviously being myself, she has one arm, but but I don't mention that. And then there is a few other children in the book that you know have have a disability or something different about them that's kind of the the sideshow in a sense I I want it to be quite an inspirational you know you can do it kind of book and and giving children that belief in themselves and that want to go and conquer the world essentially which sounds very cheesy but I think at that age you just need that that positive reinforcement of Go out there and chase your dreams. Don't don't be don't be told that you can't, and don't you, you know be willing to tr- try new things, and don't be scared to do that. I don't know. It's cheesy. I think it's a great message, Claire. Um, what about yourself? Do you recall your childhood days, and do you recall facing that fear yourself? I definitely remember being scared of the water. I definitely remember that I, I hated it. Like I just didn't want to go anywhere near it. Um, but obviously living in Dubai, um, you're surrounded by water. So that was something that my parents were really keen that I learned to do. You know, it's, it's an essential life skill. Um, but I think I, I was a very determined young lady, you know, that somebody told me I couldn't and I would be like, well, I will do it and I'll do it one bit better. <laughs> And I think, you know, probably the fact that I, I did grow up with, uh, with missing my, my arm um, meant that I had that extra kind of resilience and that want to prove people wrong constantly. But yeah, I, th- I think you're always fearful as a kid. You're fearful of doing things that maybe you're not very good at or you're, you're scared of failing. And it, it's really important that we teach kids that it's OK to fail because that is where you learn about yourself. That is is key in your development as a as a youngster. And is it exciting thinking that launch day is coming? Really exciting. It 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 just still feels very surreal. I, I got a copy of it the other day and just seeing it actually in print and hardbook, I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. Whereas before, I think until that point, I hadn't kind of grasped the concept that this was actually going to be a book that was going to be on the shelves of WH Smiths and Waterstones and, and places like that. And 
you know, I, I never would have ever envisioned that ever. And so, yeah, I, I think it will it will be very, very strange. But I, I just really hope it has an impact on people um, and kind of those key messages can come across. Well, I saw that you can pre-order online. I had a look this morning. Obviously, we wanted it to be released just before Tokyo Paralympics. Obviously, book kind of run in seasons. And then after Tokyo, hopefully there can be some real excitement. And hopefully we'll have a bit more normality by then. So you can go and, you know, go into schools and go to events like book fairs and stuff like that and, and really spread the word of it. Um, but prob- probably when it's released that it might be a little bit quieter and it might be doing a few more things online and stuff like that. I- I'm not really sure. Do you know what? I don't even really know how it works. That's the problem. I'm- it's all so new to me. <laughs> you said earlier in our conversation that you, you, I can't remember what the words you used, but you were sort of saying you'd led a very ordinary life type of thing. But hang on a sec, you know, you're, you're aiming for another Paralympics. Your first Paralympics was what? Um, Athens, was it 2004? I think when you think back of how long ago it was, you're like, oh my gosh, actually, I'm quite old now. Veteran of this, this sporting malarkey. Yeah, half a life ago. But um, I suspect like with a new sport, you are hungry for success again for Tokyo this summer. Yeah, definitely. And I think even more so with that extra year, you know, it's been an extra year to be to be even hungrier and be even more prepared for it. Um, so I I just can't wait to go out there and I've I've had a really good extra year I think I, I've kind of used it to my advantage um so I'm actually really excited to race again and show all the hard training and hopefully it will all pay off essentially I had your colleague George Peasgood on last week he was telling us all about your training in the heat chamber now George said he thought it was pretty brutal is he lightweight or are you going to agree with him no, I would 100% agree with him. <laughs> it's horrible. I just think why you're in there and you're thinking, why are we putting ourselves through this when, you know, you're sweating out two litres of water and you're in 34 degrees heat, 80% humidity and it's just, you know, you're getting your core temperature up to 39 degrees. You're thinking, why, why are we doing this? Um, but hopefully it will make sure that we are the best prepared team on that start line coming to come Tokyo. Well, you chose triathlon. I know. Could have have chosen many other sports when you moved away from swimming. I did text actually um, Ellie Simmons the other day and I was like, when I was in the heat chamber and I was like, this is when you're glad that you do a sport like swimming where you're inside and you don't have to think about the heat. (laughs) The only time. (laughs) Where are you then when it comes to Tokyo? What What's the pathway from now until uh, late August? Um, it's still obviously quite uncertain. Um, there's a lot of, you know, talk about races going ahead, um, but obviously nothing's set in stone. Um, but we do have Super League down in London next weekend, which at the end of March, sorry, um, which is a massive step forward for Parasport, uh, Paratriathlon in particular. You know, we've never... We've never been given the option to go. So that will be really, really exciting to be involved in, you know, and be a part of it. Um, And then we've got Leeds Triathlon, and that's going to be a World Series event for us, um, which, again, is the first time Para have been included. And it's the first time we've had a World Series race in the UK. So there's so many really exciting things going on this year. Um, And hopefully we've got world champs in Milan in May uh, fingers crossed for that one so th- there's a few few things 
um, out there, but just just hoping they all can go ahead um, as secure and safely as possible. Yeah, after the year we've had and you've had, you, you know, I really hope they happen because um, it sounds like you've got a fantastic few months ahead, both on and off the sporting arena. Claire, all the best with Splash, which is out in June from all good bookshops and all the best too with the various events that hopefully you'll be taking part in in the coming weeks and months. Thank you very much, Mark. That's Claire Cashmore and her book Splash is coming out in early June and you can pre-order already from all your favourite bookstores. Just go online and you'll find it there. Search Splash and Claire Cashmore. And all the best for Claire and the other paratriathletes in their quest to make Tokyo this summer. And that's just about it from me today. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.